The last word on sport on Today FM. With Carlsberg, official beer partner of the FAI. Probably the best partnership in the world. Get the facts, be drink aware, visit drinkaware.ie. So Mark Lawrenson is a crisis time at Liverpool, given that Liverpool are now 14 points behind Arsenal, who are at the top of the table after the 3-2 defeat yesterday. You're only actually four points off the relegation spots. Is it a crisis? It is, actually, Matt. Um, Especially it looks like Diaz might be out for for a while. Reports are coming in that um, it'll be after the World Cup before he recovers from, uh, from his injury. Oh, and obviously, you know, in games, they're conceding goals, which uh, generally through that last season, they were, they were brilliant uh, in defence, etc. They're not playing, they can't press, they haven't, just haven't got the legs in midfield to press. Everything that can go wrong has gone wrong. I think the manager, Jurgen Klopp, has already said they can't win the league anyway. But uh, I, th- I think the biggest single problem, apart from the fact the number of games they played last year, is that this engine room um, from last year, is basically on its last legs. I think the likes of Thiago, Henderson, etc., the older players, Matt, they can last about 70 minutes and you can see them physically that they're really, really struggling. So what do Liverpool do? Because they can't get back into the transfer market no, until after the Cup. World Cup. Yeah, until after the World Cup, exactly. Now, you know you, you know that they've got, got young players and they know they've got you know what they think are going to be very, very good young players. But you, you can't throw all, all them in because they are very much learning. So it's, it's a real difficult one, and it's not. I mean, he's never going to sort of... Jurgen Klopp's never going to play three at the back, I wouldn't think. You know, Canati, Matip and, and, and Van Dijk, that, that, I just don't see that being um, something that he's going to do. They're just going to have to kind of suck it up and get on with it. Yeah, but then there's also a couple of key players who seem to be woefully out of form, in particularly Mo Salah and Trent Alexander-Arnold, because it did have to look yesterday as if Arnold was just, or Alexander-Arnold was taken off at half-time as been a defensive liability. Uh, Yeah, but I think he was injured as well. But yeah, yes, Mo Salah. He wasn't injured on the first goal. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely, no argument at all. And I I think, you know, we, we... we teed up Martinelli versus versus uh, Trent as well, and and Martinelli basically got got the best of him. Absolutely, no argument whatsoever. Um, and you know, if he is injured, then he look at look at Joe Gomez. He he would probably come in and play right back. Joe Gomez, he looks he looks frightened when he plays. He's, he's so so low on confidence. So in some way, you know, for Klopp, this will, I think will be his hardest season. It's, it's just to get them all firing and playing. You're right about Salah as well. Matt, it happens. It, it happens. It's happened to every single football club. It's happened where Klopp's been before, but at the moment the photons aren't very good for the football club at all. Yeah, but then when it happened before with Klopp at Dortmund, he left. Mm. And he's got a long-term contract with Liverpool. He has been <laughs> You know the best manager they've had since the era of Bill Shankly, followed by Bob Paisley and Joe yeah. Fagan, Kelly Dalglish. But if you go back thirty years, best manager in thirty years. But could it be that he's getting a little stale, or is that too much of a jump to suggest? No, I think I think that's too much too much of a jump. Um, I think he just realises at the moment that 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 they're struggling, and and people and you know supporters like, well, why didn't you? buy the kid for 100 million or all those kind of things. Well, 
you know, that's not possible with the way that the football club is run. I think, think one thing in his favour, Matt, is obviously is, is, is that the Americans have the sporting franchise. So they know, they know about loss of form. They know about injuries, all those kind of things. So, so that helps him. But the other thing I think with Klopp is, and I honestly believe that he, he's earned the right to decide what he wants to do. I'm not saying that he's going to leave. I don't think he is. But, but one day he might wake up and say, you know what, this has been an absolute blast, but I've had enough, I'm tired, like he did. Obviously, when he left in Germany and said, I'm going away for a year and ended up taking the Liverpool job, I think, after four months. So, but in the meantime, what they do, they, they've, just, they've just got to, you know, buckle down and get on with it and make themselves difficult to beat, Matt. At least that's the very first thing they should do. If they can sort themselves out defensively and be difficult to score against, they will because they have got quality up front start to win games. OK. How good are Arsenal, do you think? I think, I think they're very good. They're not going to win the league. Um, they could they could well finish second, but we'll just we'll just wait and see. I mean, you know, whatever the result yesterday, Liverpool came back at them twice, yeah, and, and actually scored quite quite easily against them, which would be a little bit of a worry. But they've had they've had a fabulous start. You know, we we'd spoken about the best thing that uh, that Arteta had done. You know, in terms of making a decision at the football club was when he got rid of um, the lad who just gone to Chelsea, Aubameyang. So, you know, that was a real kind of, I think, I think he'd gone to Stan Crokier and said to him, look, you know, I want this guy out of the club and followed back to him, which was great. And to be honest with you, they got the players in, in early in the season, some outstanding players. But let's just wait and see. It, it, it's nine games. It's, it's about, well, there's three quarters of the season left. You just never know. OK, well, that's Arsenal, who, of course, are out in front at the moment. What about Cristiano Ronaldo? He came on yesterday, he scored a 700th goal in club <laughs> football, which is an absolutely extraordinary performance. But when you looked at him scoring the goal, the clinical way that he did, you do have to ask, I know Martial apparently had been injured in the warm-up, yeah. but how can Manchester United really pick Martial ahead of Ronaldo? I don't know is the honest answer to that. Um you know, Roy Keane obviously had his save the other week, and, and I, I agree. I agreed with most of, of what he said. If you if you can't get the other nine outfield players to accept the fact that this fella won't be chasing fullbacks down, etc., but if you get the ball in the box, more often than not, he will score. I really don't know what down for Manchester United. So um, yeah, I'd rather in kid gloves. Uh, you know, in terms of training, let him do what he wants. Because the one thing about him is. Ex- you might loathe him, you might love him, but he's extremely dedicated to the sport. He wants to break every single record, Matt. Now, you know, he's such a professional. If you want to break every single record, he will make sure he looks after himself. And, you know, that means that in games, he has a better chance of scoring because by far and away, the best goal scorer they've got and one of the best in the Premier League, if not still in Europe, just goal scoring, surely. Um, on Friday evening, I was quite down on Leeds in advance of the mm. Crystal Palace game and was proven correct after the <laughs> first 20 minutes, which were good. It was dreadful after that. Wolves, three goals in nine matches, which is quite extraordinary. Southampton mm-hmm. beaten 4-0 by Manchester City. If it hadn't been Bazunu in goal, it would have been far worse for them. Yeah. And Leicester losing again at Bournemouth. Are we seeing a pattern now starting to develop that we can identify the teams that are going to struggle for the rest of the season? Well, I think, I think certainly, certainly those four. But in all honesty... I think I think from ten down, Matt. I, I think there's some very very ordinary teams. I really Sorry, do. That'll be from eleven down, given that Liverpool are in ten. 
<laughs> you said that, not me. <laughs> um, yeah, I, just, I really do. I, I think, you know, we, we, we rave about the Premier League and at times, rightly so. Um, but no, I think, I think there's going to be a, a, a really, really big scrap for relegation. We normally have, what, four or five. I'm pretty sure this season we'll have a lot more. And I know people go, oh, yeah, but, you know, in January they can go out and buy players and all those kind of things. But, Matt, seriously, who's going to sign for a team that looks like they're going to be relegated unless they're getting paid absolute fortunes to go there? Finally, Mark, you were part of a brilliant Irish team that didn't get to the World Cup in 1982 Mm. because you were in an, an almighty group with Belgium, Holland and France and came across some appalling refereeing decisions which went against you. Mm-hmm. And here we are for the Euro 24, and Ireland draw, Holland and France again, not Belgium <laughs> this time, but Greece, and then Gibraltar mm-hmm. playing the Cyprus role. I mean, we had a great team when you were playing, we don't have a great team now. This is mission impossible, isn't it, for Euro 24? Yeah, yeah it is, it's, and it's, it's horrible to write them off before they even start, but... Matt, I've just got one question, which will probably only need a one-word answer. You know, who's going to score, score the goal for Ireland to get them through? Well, I suppose Obafemi is doing well at the moment, but he hasn't come up against opposition like Holland, no. France or Greece, perhaps. And also, I mean, if you take Holland and France, you only get the ball for about 25% of the game. So you've got to score in that time. So it's a really tough one, a real, real tough one. But I, I just hope, I just hope they don't suffer... The, uh, the the lack of refereeing common sense that we certainly suffered. Thank you very much, Mark Lawrenson. The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today, F-